With me on the phone today, I have two amazing women, Soon Hee and Chin Hee Park. They are the top psychics in the United States. They are one of the top three psychics in the world, and they're twins. It doesn't get any better than that. They're out of Los Angeles. I'm so excited to uh, chat with them this afternoon. Soon Hee and Chin Hee, thank you for joining me. Woohoo! Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Woohoo! So, first of all, wow, twin psychics. Okay, the website, folks, you have got to check this out espsychics.com. Espsychics.com. And so it looks like espsychics.com, but espsychics.com. Is uh, is the way to say it. So, uh, so girls, I gotta be. Uh, when did you know that you both had psychic powers? Did you have a mother who was psychic, a medium, and a grandmother? How did that? How did that go? Uh, we wish <laughs> <laughs> to make our grueling childhood sound positive and upbeat and inspiring. Mm-hmm. We basically were around liars. And we were raised by liars. So the whole hidden um, environment allowed us to exercise our gut and our intuition from the age of five on. Okay, so when you do readings for people, do both of you always read somebody or can you each read somebody uh, separately? Oh, yeah, we read um, separately. We do some together, but... Since we've been busy, we kind of have to do them separately. So if you do read somebody together, because as you were saying, growing up, everybody around you was lying. So I'm just wondering if you were this, this, uh, you know, this double team that it was always the two of you reading people. Um, But it raises a good question. If two of you are reading someone, do you sometimes get mixed messages? Do you sometimes conflict with each other's message? No, um, what happens is, I'm Chin He, so I pick up on pretty much emotional emotional things, emotional mm-hmm. people and and effects. And um, my sister Soon He, she picks up on a lot of physical and more tangible things like career, health, and I'm like the relationship one. Okay, so Chin He, you're the emotional one. You're the relationship one, right? Correct. Okay. Now I can't see you. This is radio. Are you identical twins? That's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't think so. No. um, We honestly don't look exactly alike. We're like night and day. So I think we we either could be fraternal or something happened. There was a mistake there. But yeah, a lot of people say we do look alike. But no, I think we're like Millie Vanilli. You're like Millie Van- You're the Millie Vanilli of the psychic world. I love it. Well, you know, we can let folks decide for themselves. The website is es psychics.com you have a number of people working on this uh, website you are the uh, you are the madams of the psychic world (laughs) in a way right because you've got a number of psychics who work for you so tell me what the tell me what the screening process is well they email and say hi I'm such and such I would like to work on your site how can I do this we write them back and we ask them about themselves, so we kind of get a brief um, bio background on them. <clears throat> and if I get good vibes, I actually use my psychic ability to feel if they are a fit, 
and then I'll forward the email to our business partner, Bettina. And Chin He pretty much screens as well. Um, basically, uh, Bettina is the one that tests them, and then Chin He sets up another test. So they're, go- they're going through a two-test process. Um, Bettina's like the Gordon Ramsay of psychic testers. Uh, she- <laughs> If you get past her, then you're scot-free. Like, you're amazing, (laughs) basically. (laughs) That's hilarious. So of the the people that are on the website that that work for you, that who are are on espsychics.com, what percentage of are they of all the people who contact you to say, I'd like to work on your website? Um, 10, 10, 10%. Yeah. Okay. And the thing that struck me about espsychics.com is I would say 90% of those psychics are women. Why is that? Well, we've had some men. Um, I think men are a little bit more embarrassed to say that they do psychic readings for a living. Mm. Um, I think more of the gay men are very open and they're honest about it because they're in tune with their emotions and that in that aspect it's almost like they're they have that effeminate side to themselves to become a psychic and compassionate and kind and want to chat about all the dirt in your dirty laundry you know right i think like a lot of straight men they just don't want to hear women's problems period (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) no it's just like it, it seems like the straight men they are macho they don't really i i bear i have rarely met some straight men that want to do this and and be outed you they're, know they're out there though. they're out there but they're just not oh, not as so not as many funny so psychic readings are considered a chick thing unbelievable um soon he and chin he park they are from espsychics.com they are rated the top psychics in the united states they're out of los angeles and we've got them here this afternoon. Uh, you have a lot of uh, celebrities that have um, that have contacted you that you've done readings for. I know a lot of that stuff is private, but mention some of those celebrities if you don't mind who you because it is on your website. So for folks who are listening right now, who are some of those psychics, or what can you tell us? Who are some of those celebrities, and what can you tell us? Sure. Um, Mia People, she was on Fame and she was on Pretty Little Liars. She was like our very first celebrity that we ever did a reading for. And um, I I just basically saw her on, my sister saw her on Facebook and um, I basically um, did a really short reading for her and I told her her name was not really Mia and I said it was an, it was a short version of a longer name and and um i told her she had a lot of health back issues and stuff and um basically i did a short reading and ever since then we clicked and we've been nothing but really good friends so it feels like my sister and i can pick up on a lot of artists and um people from the entertainment industry and i'm not saying everybody from the entertainment industry has is dysfunctional but it feels like they have been through a lot, you know? Well, especially if they're living in Los Angeles, they've been through a lot. Um, can either of you tell me a story that perhaps was one of your uh, sort of your uh, most spectacular psychic readings? You saw something and you maybe said, ah, that can't be. Um, you know, just everybody loves a psychic story. So can you tell me something like that? 
You mean a good, uh, a good, an accurate one or one that just sticks out with us? Either, either. Something that uh, really sticks out for you. Uh, for example, I was chatting with another psychic and she said, for her, the best reading she ever did, she was walking down the street. She saw this woman. She said, I'm sorry that this is going to sound strange, but you don't know who I am, but I'm telling you that you have got to go home and visit your mother. And the woman saw her six months later. She said, I just wanted to tell you that I went home because you freaked me out so much. I went home. I spent time with my mother. You know, she lives in another city, but you freaked me out so much. And sadly, my mom passed away a couple of weeks after that. So I just want to thank you for that uh, that warning, for whatever reason, why you grabbed me in the middle of the street and told me that. So do you have something similar or something? It's Los Angeles, something more outrageous? Pretty much. Um, we, we go to PetSmart a lot. We're dog lovers, so we I think we live there, but um, we go there, and basically I see a new cashier, and I went over to her. I never saw her before in my life, and um, I said to her, your grandmother is a healer, and so are you, and she's telling me that you have to, that she's also part Caucasian, and she was like, what? And, and I said, I don't know why, but I just had to tell you this, and I said, your mom also says that you have to go back to medical school. And she goes, how do you know my mom's dead? And I just said, um, my sister started giving her messages as well. She just started bursting out crying. And the next time we came in, she goes, I've been waiting for you. And we're like, okay, well, we have way more messages. We're like, like Niagara Falls, like ready to um, spurt out all this information and messages for you. But she had a problem because she wasn't sure if she should get the reading because she was totally religious and said that it was a conflict for her and she didn't really know if she was ready and we were like okay well just let us know when you're ready next time we go there okay I'm ready so we took her out on the outside on her break and we basically read her for the whole hour and a half she was crying and in tears we basically picked up on her mother who got murdered by her father mm. um we got we gave her some closure with that. We told her her mom looked just like her. I mean, her mom seriously came through my sister and just started healing her about every person that passed away in her life. She not only had her mom passed away, her dad in jail, and her best friend who was a gay guy who died. I mean, all these people, her cousin, her beautiful young cousin passed away. We were sitting there reading like, I felt like Ghostbusters, okay? We were basically sitting there reading nonstop, spirit after spirit, and she needed so much healing. It was almost like three years of healing done in one hour, you know, or hour and a half or whatever it was. Now, can I ask you, when you say that all these people were coming through, uh, did you, when you see them, is it, is it more of a feeling or is it an energy or an aura? Or did you actually see a guy sitting there and you, and you say, that's your brother? Do you know what I mean? What do you see? Well, soon he feels the spirits and I, she gets messages and I actually can see them. Wow. So... Yeah, they're, this is Chinhi, and, um, you know, they come bombarding, especially if they're, their personalities and they're unsettled and, you know, something as tragic as a murder, mm -hmm. um, they really bombard you and it gets, it can get overwhelming. So you have to kind of like go, okay, one, one at a time, chill. 
Now, have you as a result, uh, when you have these, because uh, uh, it sounds like some of these spirits are, are unsettled or have some something that they definitely want to say to somebody. So they are just looking for that, that medium, that, that portal. Um, so as a result, do you ever have, ha- have the police ever asked you to help with, uh, with a case that they couldn't solve or, uh, you know, that, that there's definitely a spirit coming through that, that needs to have its message told? Have you ever been involved with something like that? Um, those are definitely heavy cases. Um, we were actually, my sister was offered uh, to work w- with an FBI agent mm-hmm. the psychic division and um she that she turned it down we i we've done a couple missing person cases and it was just it's just not we can't stomach it mm-hmm. if that makes it's too overwhelming for us the spirits consume your entire life they basically are sitting next to you 24 7 um download you're downloading information on the whole event that happened to them and then you get to feel their physical pain and ailments and how they died and then the family on top of the grieving family we have to feel them so for us it's almost like "Mm, do we really love doing this we may be good at it but do we want to do it no let's give it to the psychics that really love it because we love doing alive people this is the present day people in the present have problems issues more issues than tissues in playboy you know what i mean <laughs> so <laughs> so tell me that we would like with the real people that have issues today in the present and that's where it would help them because if you clear the present out you can go back to the past and feel safe and and feel safe and then you start seeing the future clearer and it's like you know it's fine to do dead people but Honestly, that's just not our niche, and we take our hats off to the ones that can do it. And murder cases are the most grueling, most emotional. I think we were not sleeping for a full week with the Myrtle Beach woman that passed away. Um, they still haven't found her body. And we, I knew instantly she was dead. And the father and mother called us, and we basically couldn't read them. We didn't want to tell them because they weren't. Spirit was telling us not to say they were, that her, their daughter was dead. It's very hard on on us as far as are we going to feel responsible? Do we feel, you know, it's just very hard. I can't explain it. Yeah, we'll stick to the, yeah, your boyfriend's cheating. Go, go, you deserve someone else. <laughs> so, okay, so that's, uh, that brings me to my next point then. Who is your, <laughs> who is your, who is your ideal client what is the, the the majority of questions that you get is it about cheating is it about am i going to be rich um tell me who your ideal client is uh, suni I, I i know that you have different clients so soon he you tell me who your ideal client is um let's see i get the clients who basically they don't care about paying their rent, but they sure want to know why their boyfriend is acting the way he is or why their girlfriend doesn't talk to them every day. You know, it's like um, I get the ones also that get affected physically, so I have to deal with their health issues and tell them what they're picking up on and why they're going down the tubes. Um, and the ones that there's also married couples that that they have a secret twin flame and they've been living and they've been living married and living a lie in a double life. So I get the double lifers as well. 
And I mean, there's a certain amount of responsibility with that, too. I mean, I understand it's not a murder case and you're not telling grieving, uh, you know, grieving relatives about somebody that's missing. But certainly it must be hard to tell somebody what they really don't want to hear, but they're asking you. So you have to tell them your boyfriend's cheating, your girlfriend's cheating. It's been over for, for forever, right? Yes. And, you know, um, we dig deeper. We're not just surface psychics. We don't say, yes, he's cheating. Have a great day. Pay your money and bye-bye. <laughs> Basically, dig to the, we get to the root of their problems, and most of it is because they were abused or they were molested or they were victims or traumatized. And what happens is that we have to bring up the past, the nasty past, mm-hmm. okay? Most of it is nasty, and uh, we have to tell them, look, you've got to look at who you're dating. You're dating your father, who was a pervert, and this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to forgive your father, or you're going to have to accept that you're dating your father and live for the rest of your life miserable. So it's all about you. What do you want to do? You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not one to hold their hand and, and, and um, stroke them and, and allow them to use me ten times a day, okay? Because they, if they really could, they would call me ten times a day, but... I am more like, look, look, you need to heal. You need to um, take some time. Don't call me until two more weeks. If there's nothing going on, nothing's changed, do not call me. My sister, on the other hand, she's like um, a little too nice, I think, where I'm, I guess I'm the bitch of the twin, I guess you want to call that. <laughs> I'm, I'm meaner. Not meaner. I'm, I'm tough love, okay? My sister is very coddling and cuddling and nurturing, and she'll allow them to call her five, ten times a day. Well, I was just going to say, you must get clients who, in a way, stalk you. They need to know. They need to have you on speed dial. And I would think you have to set some pretty strict boundaries as a result. Sure. That's Chinhee's clientele because they know she's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. If anyone ever emails me, they'll know. Oh my God, Sunni, I'm so sorry to bother you. And if if I'm crossing the line, just let me know. And I'll say, yes, you are, and delete. I delete their message. And they'll go and pay and talk to me on the on the on the website. It's like I'm not trying to be so super strict, but I know that enabling is not my it's not my um it's not in my agenda. Yeah, I won't enable forte. anybody. Right. And and Chinhi, uh, who is your ideal client? Would you say that your client base is very similar to Soonhee and that it's a lot of relationship based stuff? Yeah, definitely relationship. Um, like you said, the psycho stalkers, the I have so much anxiety. I, I'm pretty much their Xanax. <laughs> them off the ledge. I mean, I just got a I get serious cases like suicidal. Oh, and, yeah, I mean, they, they're just, to, to like be so distraught over a guy, it's just incredible, you know, um, really? mental illness people. So, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, sure, there's a lot of people that have cancer and stuff, but then the, you, I think we all forget how many, how many mentally ill people there are out there. You know what I mean? It's really sad. As much as we can, you know, as much as we can talk casually about this, there are a lot of people out there who are walking around with serious problems. And thank God that they have people like yourself who are uh, are compassionate and uh, well maybe not so much soon he but you chin he <laughs> just kidding you know what <laughs> so 
some people need a whip in their ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Hey, I'm not disputing <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm talking to Soon He and Chin He from espsychics.com. Espsychics.com. They are rated the top psychics in the United States. They are one of the top three psychics in the world. Just go to their website. Check it out. Espsychics.com. Um, I wanted to ask Soonhee, how do you turn it off? Okay, you've got somebody that's coming through, for example, this woman at the pet store. So she's got, uh, you know, uh, all these relatives, years and years of relatives that are, are coming through. As soon as you leave her presence and you go away, do, do the voices stop? Do the images stop? Or is it something that you physically have to say, stop contacting me, I'm off the clock? I'm a physical person, so I basically have to talk to them and look like a crazy person, and I don't care. So I have to say, leave me alone, I'm not working anymore, and then I have to go eat something, and then I have to rejuvenate and do something brain dead, whether it be playing a game or watching a show or just playing with my puppies. Um, I have to walk, I have to, I have to do something different that's not channeling. I'm not connected anymore. I disconnect. And it's hard. It, it was hard for me to do that, um, um, say 10 years ago. But now that I've been doing it for 15 years, you you exercise a muscle with not only your psychic gifts and your six senses, you exercise the, the gift of shielding. And that's really important for psychics because a lot of psychics will wear the pain or they'll wear the problems or they won't sleep or they won't eat and they'll suffer and punish themselves if they if they take on and absorb their clients stuff all the time. And I, you know, it's a challenge. It was very difficult. There's no school um, that can teach you that. You can't, they don't have a university for shielding negative energy, okay? Um, they don't, you don't get a degree from the angels in the clouds, you know what I mean? There's nothing to, to be able to, um, only, only the actual hands-on experience allows you to realize your own style and how to shield because only you know better of what you need at that moment. You have to be so in tune with your body, so in tune with your mind. you got to say, okay, why am I feeling like I'm about to get stabbed in the back? Oh, it was the murder case I just did. Okay, let me go eat something because this is not my pain. So I have to verbalize it. My sister has a different way. Yeah, Chin He, what do you do? How do you shut off? Uh, let's see. I sleep. <laughs> well, first I raid the refrigerator, and then I, and then I have to work out. So those are my outlets. Wow, it seems that eating is the common denominator when you're feeling overwhelmed by spirits. Eat something. Well, if, if you ever look up any mediums, you will not find a wafy skinny medium. <laughs> <laughs> because we wear all the emotions. In fact, I've gained about 15 pounds from all the mediumship readings I've had to do. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to eat when you want to get rid of uh, the spirits that keep talking to you and appearing? What's your favorite thing to eat? Probably like a good hearty soup with noodles and, you know, chicken and just really, we eat really healthy and organic. So, we eat salads, soups, fruit, vegetables. I mean, we're just very, you know, Mediterranean, just very clean and healthy foods. 
Well, now we were talking about relationships. So again, I'm talking to Soon He and Chin He. They are uh, Soon He and Chin He Park. Uh, they are psychics from espsychics.com. And you said uh, the majority of your clients who contact you want to know about their relationship. If their relationship's on the rocks or even if they're not with somebody, are they going to meet somebody? But what about the two of you? Like, do you have similar taste in in men or not really? Oh, um, well, we're both gay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I just ha- want to tell you, Judy. I, I I'm very I'm very excited about this one recent relationship one I just did. I have to share with you. Yes, tell um, me. There was a lesbian couple that came in and um, shot with us. Um, did a live session, and the one I'll just call her Kay. She, I told her she was going to get married, and her eyes just bulged because they just started dating, right? Hmm. But I didn't tell her girlfriend she was getting married. Hmm. So basically, in, in, in my sly way, I, to, I was telling the one that she's getting married, but basically it wasn't with the girl that she was with. <gasps> and she was in love with this girl. Wow. Next thing I know, a month later, she writes me and says, we broke up, and I'm married now to another woman. Wow. So, that was awesome. The validation is just awesome because they look at you like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. But you and see, then you get validation and you're like, yeah, I told you. Right. But I like how you did that. That was very diplomatic as opposed to saying, yeah, this one's not going to be sticking around. I like the way that you said you are going to be married and you just kind of left it there. Yeah. And that's why I got them and not soon he because soon he would have been like, you guys aren't going to laugh. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so so here's the question again. Uh, Do you have similar? uh, uh, Do you choose similar women or not really? No. Um, She honestly go dates women that are have my personality traits and and emotional. (laughs) She's looking at me. She should see the evil eyes she's given me. (laughs) She. Actually, we are we date women that are like opposite of us, which is I date women that are like her, and she dates women that are like me. But we've wow. both been single for four years, and um, we're we're doing a TV show, and basically on that show, it's we're helping people find their not soulmates. You guys call them soulmates, but we call them twin flames. The one that you settle down with, you call them twin flames. We call soulmates, the soulmates are learning lessons. They screw up your soul. They, they screw up your soul. <laughs> <laughs> so a soulmate is ideally not the person you want to be with. You learn the lesson from the soulmate, but the twin exactly. flame is the person you want to be with for the rest of your life, correct? Exactly, because they're identical, almost like identical twins. They're identically your twin on the same page, and, you know, there are some differences, but the fact is is that it's much smoother and you're not, you're not there to like get abused and learn a lesson. So like the soulmate. Okay. So the average person goes through how many soulmates before they get to their twin flame? Well, you know, it's funny because one person could be married for 30 years or 20 years and that could be their one soulmate learning lesson and then finally get divorced and finally meet up with their twin flame. And then another person could go through 20 soulmates throughout 30 years. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. And is it is it that that person is 
just not the brightest bulb on the porch and they're just not getting that life lesson and they just have to keep going through a Rolodex of people to learn their lesson? Or is it that's just their destiny to go through 20 people and learn 20 lessons? Exactly. It's their destiny, their, their path. But, but what, how is that any different from the person who's married for 20 years? Right, right. Wow. I had to wait 20 years in order to learn that he wasn't the one. Yeah, it's the same thing. There's one that's open and one that's shut. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? There's one that's open and one that's shut. I don't that's know. true. That's true. So it's interesting, the, the twin flame thing. So um, soon he and Chin He Park from espsychics.com. Uh, you are a great animal lovers, like you uh, like you said earlier. Um, tell me what your your take is, uh, Chin He. Tell me what your take is on animals. I mean, are they uh, are they old souls? Are they do they go to heaven if you believe in heaven or an afterlife? What's what's your take on animals? They're just like people. I feel like they they have spirits too, and a lot of spirits actually go into the dogs. Like I had this one mother whose son died in Iraq, and I said, "You have a you have a black cat right there," and she said, "Yes, I do." I said, "Look at that cat. Your son's spirit just went into it has gone into that cat," and she said, "Oh my God!" She just started crying because she could see it. Wow. Yeah. That must be really comforting. That must be really comforting for people. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, a lot. It's not a lot of people believe in that, but it it does make sense to some people, and it and it and it feels real to them. Um, you said something earlier as well about that, and I've heard this too. That people who are religious don't want to dabble in the psychic world because that's you know they're going to go to hell for it. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I was raised, I was raised Catholic. I believe in an afterlife. That's my, my, that's my belief, but I really don't believe that this is a bad thing. I mean, if it's used for good, how can it be so horrible? Exactly. Well, I think it's not even about being Catholic Christian. I think it's just being about it being in denial. Right. Right. Being closed-minded. I mean, if you have to live in such a small box, then, you know, you're not going to be open to anything. The Bible has not been updated. <laughs> What's that? Said, the Bible has not been updated. <laughs> no I, kidding. No kidding. That is so true. It needs... I, it needs a... I, we were raised Catholic, too. It didn't mean that that's what our strict beliefs were, because look how everything changes. Like, every other week, there's something new that you learn. You know, so you can't always like go by one manual reference. Like you can't go by one book. Okay. It's just, where's all the new additions? Hello, where's the revised revision parts? Hello. You know, Um, I was surprised when you said earlier that you didn't have, or you don't think that you had a, correct me if I'm wrong, that your, your mother was psychic, that you basically grew up in a sort of dysfunctional background, if you don't mind me saying that, but just judging from what you said earlier, and that the two of you just all of a sudden at the age of five realized that you had these psychic abilities. Am I right? Right. But the thing is, we're adopted by Italian and Irish people. Okay. Why they weren't psychic is because they could barely feel themselves. They were in denial. They were dysfunctional. They couldn't feel us either. Um, our father was a pedophiler. Like we were really were raised by criminal and um, someone who was an abused victim. Our mother. And the thing is, um, the whole thing is, is that 
our real Korean family, we feel, if anything, had the, um, they had the psychic gifts. Um, I'm not saying Asians are more Zen and they're more <laughs> yin and yang and all that karate stuff. It's not about that. It's just, I just feel our Asian family more so than, than we felt our whole um, American family. And it's not to be ungrateful at all. We're just keeping it real. Has your Asian family or people who have said they're your Asian family, I would think you would know if someone came to you and said, oh, I was your sister, I was your mother, but have you had people approach you? We actually, um, one day I was in New York City and there's a Korean nail salon. Um, gee, what a surprise. A Korean <laughs> nail salon so right hard next to door find. to us. <laughs> Along with the Korean delis in every corner. Just kidding. Um <laughs> We, I went in there crying and I said, look, I need to find my parents. I'm getting really uns- I'm unsettled here. And she was like, wow, you know, my family's going to Korea. Do you want me to lo- help look for them? And we're like, hell yeah. And we wrote a huge letter to our family expressing our, you know, um, anger, our telling them what we're up to and all that stuff. She took it and she basically, her family took the letter. They found our aunt and they found, um, yeah, they found an aunt that lives in Philadelphia and then um, we went out there. Um, she basically moved to New York City when we moved to New York City. It was so weird. And then she ended up having a restaurant there. And all our lives, we've wanted a restaurant. And we basically lived parallel. She was in the entertainment business. She basically, she was like a soap opera actress. And then she now owns a restaurant. And the only thing different is that she goes to church every day. So um, we met her. She was crying for hours, mm. hours. And she looked. Just, we looked just like her, um, mannerisms and everything. Um, we we left. We left there, and we said, "Wow, she's guilty. That's our mother." She said she was our aunt. Interesting. Wow, that is that is fantastic. Well, not fantastic. I mean, it's traumatic leading up to that, of course. But the fact that you were able to connect with her is, uh, you know, it's it's a needle in a haystack almost. She had another life, and we can understand. I think Asians are very, like, they're very proud, and they mm-hmm. have to be um, looked at in society as, like, I guess, noble people. But she basically had a whole mother family, and it was very shocking for her to see us. We, she almost looked like she saw a ghost, and she was crying for, for hours. She couldn't, she said, I would never give up my children, and just started crying. And, and we were like, okay, but you're only our aunt, so relax, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> right. she, she gave us ton of money she asked if we were here for money and we're like no we just wanted to see your face someone who looks like us you know it was refreshing and then um she basically said can you guys sleep over and she comes to me with her little face and goes Soonhee, are you being a good girl and i was like no actually i'm living with a pothead and i've been doing drugs and i've been hanging out and partying and i'm doing acting as well and she was like oh and she was just like, she was acting like a mother to us, but almost like she was controlling her feelings. But she wanted us, she was serving us food every other course. And we were like, oh my God, we got to go. Like we, we literally rolled out of the restaurant crying too. And we were mm. like, she's a liar. She is our mother. She told us not to get in touch with our mom. She told us our father looks every day for twins. And we're like, yeah, okay. You know, and, we, and she just, the way the whole, the whole, the way the whole story was so dramatized, we were like, wow, what a good actress. <laughs> wow, this is where we get our acting abilities, too. It's so um, real that we knew it was a script. 
Hey, listen, I know that you're I know that you're incredibly busy and I, I don't want to keep you uh, too much longer. But let me ask you this. Do you believe that people can hone that everybody has a quote unquote psychic ability and they can hone that ability or or not really? What are your thoughts on that? We definitely believe that everyone has psychic abilities. They just don't take the time out to exercise them or acknowledge them. And um, if, somebody, they, if somebody were going to tap into that, what do you suggest that they do? Well, we tell them to like kind of like just go with what comes to your mind. If you really focus in and tune, on, tune in on someone, you'll start feeling. You could pick up on their physical ailments. You could pick up on, you know, their emotional state and... We, we've been actually kind of teaching some people how to exercise their abilities and, of course, how to shield. Well, that's the thing, right? The, if you want to open yourself up to that, I suppose you also have to be able to, to shut it down. It's like, okay, I don't want to be that good at it anymore. Well, yeah, it's like anything else. You don't want to work 24 hours, right? Right, for sure. Um uh, can you tell me about some of the other psychics that are on your website, what some of their specialties are? Oh, wow. Well, we have like a whole slew. Patty Negri is probably the first and best white witch we've ever met. She does little spells, but nothing manipulative or negative. Mm-hmm. Um, she works with the elementals and she's amazing. Um, she, there's a lot of, um, Suzanne is one of the best and top mediums. She will give you details that will just chill your spine. <laughs> Serious. It's like, wow. Um, and you know, there's just a lot of people have different niches. Like some people, their niche is, um, time frames. They'll be like, yes, yeah, he's going to call you December 18th on a Wednesday or whatever. And exactly to the T that person will call. Um, there's a lot of like, we have pet communicators and, um, energy healers and, you know, it's just so many different people have their niches and it's, it's just, it's great. Well, I've been on your website a number of times. I find it fascinating. The website is espsychics.com. Uh, I've been chatting with Soonhee and Chinhee Park. They are rated the top psychics in, uh, in the United States. Do people have to be uh, physically sitting across from you to get a reading, or is the majority of your readings done over the phone or, uh, or Skype? How does that work? Well, you know, since we've been busy, we don't get to do as many live sessions as we want to, but we're actually going in today to L.A. and doing a couple live sessions, which is awesome. We love doing live sessions, but most of our work is done via phone and um, chatting. Have you ever done, like, the chat messenger? No, what's that? Oh, like, you ever go on the computer and you just, like, uh, they have a messenger and you just start chatting with someone instantly? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. you, you do that. You can do readings through that? Yes. A, a lot of overseas people will do that because they don't want to call, but they'll, they'll, or some people who want anonymity. Sure. And, um, and then we do email readings, which is, I would say, probably the hardest, but we, we all, we're all able to do them because it's all about energy. As soon as we get that email, boom, we, <laughs> we, we get hit with their energies. That is 
phenomenal. I, uh, I you know, I, I would love to talk to you all day, but I do know you have to go. I know you have to uh, go out for your, your live readings. You've got this incredible website, this whole team of people that you work with. And uh, I encourage folks to go to your website, espsychics.com. Don't worry, folks. There's nothing scary about this. I think it's I think it's quite fascinating. And what I love about Soonhee and uh, Chinhee is that you seem really uh, you don't seem mystical like ooh, Madam So and So. You just seem like regular, you know, regular chicks, and you just happen to have these incredible psychic abilities. Regular New York City blunt Asian chicks. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> All right. So soon he and Chin He Park. Thank you so much for chatting with me, folks. If you would like to uh, go to the website again, it's espsychics.com. And you can either get a hold of Soon He or Chin He, or they have a whole team of people uh, that, that work for them that are amazing. And like they said, there's a very, very strict screening process. What's the name of the woman that does the uh, the screening for you? Bettina O'Mara, Gordon, <laughs> a.k.a. Gordon Ramsay. Okay, so she's the Gordon Ramsay of psychics. So she's the wall that they have to get through if they're going to be working for these gals. And uh, as a result, because she's the Gordon Ramsay psychic, she's, uh, she's tough. And the people that are on that website are absolutely amazing. Again, it's espsychics.com. Soon-hee and Chin-hee, thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, thank you so much, Judy. And please look out for our t- new TV show, Twin Tuition. 